This time on Hockey Seasons, Brett Hull and his 86 goals, only second to Wayne Gretzky in goal-scoring seasons and first in era-adjusted goals, maybe the best season ever. Coming off a solid 1989-90 season that saw Brett score 72 goals, his first above 50, big things were expected from Brett and the Blues. Brett started off October with a bang, scoring a pair in the first game against Minnesota in a 3-2 win. Through 12 games in the month, Brett netted 15 goals and 4 assists, including 5 multi-goal games with 2 hat-tricks. Out of the 15 goals, 6 were on the power play, 4 game winners, also a season-high 26.8 shooting percentage. Strong month to start the season and maybe on track for the elusive 50-50. November saw a little dip in goal production with 11 goals and 6 assists with 4 multi-goal games but no Hatties. 3 power play goals and 1 game winner for the month and a drop in shooting percent to 17.7. Still on track for 50-50 with 26 goals and 25 games. Through those 25 games, the Blues are sitting in second, just three points behind Chicago in the Norris Division with 33 points. Another uptick in goals in December with 12, with five assists, including another four multi-goal games, no hat-tricks for the month, stuck on two so far for the year. Brett pitched in with three power play goals, one game winner for the month, and had a season-low 16.4% shooting. His quest for 50-50 and 50 is still on track, 38 goals through 39 games in December. Blues continue to trail Chicago, but the gap now is 9 points in the Norris division. Brett continued a torrid pace in January with 50-50 and 50 in sight during the month. Through game 43 on January 9th, Brett had 44 goals. It was definitely in sight now. In game 44, Brett had 3 shots but couldn't find the back of the net. Game 45 saw Brett net power play goal in the second to get to 45 goals, still on target. Game 46, Brett netted another goal and added three assists and a big win over the Capitals. That's 46 and 46. On to game 47 against Montreal. Four shots on the night for Brett, but he was kept off the score sheet. He's going to need some big games in the next few. So game 48, and Brett's looking for the elusive record, seven shots on net and two goals against the North Stars. Just two games to score two goals. Game 49, the Blues came out strong against the Red Wings with a 9-4 win, and Brett scored two power play goals to notch 50 goals in 49 games. He did it with a game to spare. Game 50, the final game of January, Brett notched another two goals against Detroit to have 52 goals in 50 games. For the month, Brett netted 14 goals, added 7 assists, 5 multi-goal games, but no hat-tricks. He had 6 power play goals, 2 game-winning goals, and a 25.9 shooting percentage. St. Louis moved up and the Blackhawks in the standings, only 5 points back now. February was a monster month for Brett, 17 goals, 13 assists, and 13 games. 5 multi-goal games and 1 hat-trick. It's quite the month. Starting on January 22nd and running through February 23rd, Brett scored at at least one goal in every game, 22 goals in 13 games, and 37 points total over that span. That's an incredible run of hockey right there, maybe the best we've ever seen. For the month, Brett had seven power play goals, three game-winning goals, and a 24.3 shooting percentage. Through February, Brett has 69 goals. Could he reach 90 or even 92? 
maybe the Blues leapfrogged the Blackhawks in the standings and held a two-point lead. March started strong for Brett, 10 goals in the first seven games, including a hat-trick and a multi-goal game. Brett ended the month with 17 goals and 10 assists, four power play goals, and a 23% shooting percentage. Brett ended the final five games scoring at least a goal in each. Off to the playoffs. In the first round, they met up with their rival, the Detroit Red Wings. This was the third meeting between the two teams. They split the first two meetings. Brett had a strong series against Detroit, opening Game 1 with a pair of goals and following up Game 2 with another goal. After being kept off the score sheet in Game 3, Brett scored a pair in Game 4. The Blues found themselves down three games to one going into Game 5. Brett scored a goal in the first and another in the third to help St. Louis crush Detroit 6-1 to to get three games to two heading back to Detroit for Game 6. Brett was kept off the score sheet on this night, but the Blues dispatched the Red Wings 3-1 and were off to Game 7. Brett scored a second period goal that helped the Blues in a 3-2 win, and then they're off to round number two. Brett finished the game the seven games with eight goals, five assists for 13 points. Pretty nice playoff round. With the upset of Chicago in round one, the Blues met up with the underdog Minnesota North Stars in round two. Not a great playoff series for Brett. He was held off the score sheet in the first three games and pitched in with just two assists. Brett added two goals in game four, but the Blues were beat soundly 8-4, to four, and they're headed to game five, down three games to one. Need another comeback in this series. Brett was held off the score sheet in game five, but the Blues won 4-2, to two, and they're heading back to Minnesota for game six. Brett scored a third period goal to cut Minnesota's lead to 2-1, to one, but it wasn't enough, and the North Stars took game six, 3-2, and the series in six games. For the second round, Brett scored three goals and three assists in those six games. How about some stats for the year? Brett's season totals were awesome. In 78 games, Brett scored 86 goals and added 45 assists for 131 points. All three career highs for Brett Hall. His plus 23 was also a career high, as well as 29 power play goals, 16 power play assists, and 11 game-winning goals. Credible offensive stats for Brett. His 22.1 shot percentage was also the highest for any season of his career. St. Louis Blues ended the season at 47-22-11 and finished second in the Norris Division and second in the whole NHL with 105 points, one point back of the Chicago Blackhawks. For the playoffs, Brett had 11 goals, 8 assists for 19 points in the 13 games. Hull's longest drought without a goal was three games. That's it, three games. It happened twice, and he was not happy about it. Of Hull's 86 goals that magical season, 42 of them included an assist by his linemate Adam Oates. That's a pretty incredible stat. And perhaps the most eye-opening stat of the 90-91 season, Brett scored 47 goals in 40 road games. That's difficult to go in on the road and score at that pace. with the stories from this season. So Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux, and Brett Hall are the only players to ever score more than 80 goals in a single season. There have been 14 instances of a player reaching 70 goals, and this trio makes up more than half the list, with Gretzky doing it four times, 
Hall thrice, and Lemieux twice. Willis Pazito, Alexander McGillney, Timo Solani, Yari Curry, and Bernie Nichols round out the list of 70 goal scorers. So Brett, Hull, Brett Hull took home the Hart Trophy as well as the Lester B. Pearson Award at the end of the year. Hull finished second to Gretzky in Lady Bing voting with only 22 penalty minutes on the season compared to Wayne Gretzky's 16. Hull also had a league-leading 29 power play goals that year on his team's top unit alongside of Adam Oates. Brett Hall had 26 multi-goal games in 1990-91, including four hat-tricks, but he never scored more than three in a single game. Hall scored his 50th goal in his 49th game of the season, and his best stretch was a one-month run from January 22nd to February 23rd, during which he scored 13 consecutive games, passing 22 goals and 37 points. According to Hockey References Era-Adjusted Statistics Algorithm, Hull's 86-goal campaign is the most impressive season in NHL history from a goal-scoring point of view, with a 78-era-adjusted goals, just ahead of Alex Ovechkin's 65-goal, 72-era-adjusted goals in 2007-2008. Many believe that Brett Hull could have set the single-season scoring record had he scored any empty net goals, or killed penalties for that matter, which may have led to shorthanded opportunities. He had none of either of those. No empty netters, no shorthanded goals. Of Hull's 86 goals, 57 were at even strength, 29 on the power play. Gretzky, meanwhile, had six shorthanded goals, and 11 of his 92 goals were empty netters. So that's a lot of goals he scored in those two opportunities. How about some quotes from the 1990-91 season? Here's Adam Oates. I don't think the numbers do it justice. He was just a fantastic hockey player and we had a great chemistry. Yuri scored 86 goals. I can't tell you how good that was. Here's Brett playing with Adam Oates. To be able to play with a guy that loved to set up goals as much or more than score a goal, how can you ask for anything more than that? Here's Brett on 93 goals. I ended up being six goals short of one of the greatest records ever. Maybe I could have gotten a few empty netters and a couple of shorties, and I could have gotten 93 goals. This Blues broadcaster, John Kelly. At the time, I don't think we realized how special it would be. He felt that 86 was a good year, but he'd probably do better the next year. He just took it for granted. He really did. There's Blues defenseman Garth Butcher. There were hat-trick nights, and those were big nights, but he just seemed to score almost every game, one or two. He was a guy that would walk off the ice after scoring two goals and just hand his stick to a fan. If I had two goals with a stick, I'd be hanging on to that for dear life. But he was just on to the next goal. So Brett ended so close to Wayne Gretzky's 92 goals, even without any empty netters or shorties, but the thought was he still had some of his best years were ahead of him. Hockey Seasons is created by Derek Mallitz, original music by Shane Ivers. Research for this episode came from NHL.com, Wikipedia.com, StatMuse.com, SharperSports.com, HockeyReference.com, SportsNet.ca, StLouisToday.com, and SI.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time.